well, first of all, what kind of mythical powers does a sun devil have? We've got to consider that. I'm going to say the wildcat's out. Uh, the Trojan, is he, does he have a horse or is he on foot? Does he have a bow and arrow or just his sword? Uh, the Bruin, definitely formidable. Um, uh, another bear up there at Cal. Uh, the tree, I imagine that tree's going to get chopped down. Um, unless we're going to go with the bird and somebody might get pecked or something, I don't know. to you almost live from the Behind the Call studio. Welcome to Behind the Call. Welcome back, boys. We're back. The boys are back. We are. It's been a little while. It, it has been a little while. Um, it was when Crowder was on here last time we were on here. We've had a lot of stuff happen, and there was a lot of episodes that we were going to do. We always say this, but there was a lot of things we were going to do in between now and then. And then we were going to do a March Madness preview show, and man, am I happy we did not do that. Yes. <laughs> I'm thrilled to death that we skipped over that That one. would have been about like our takes we had on the Titans game. That was the thing. The Crowder podcast was great, <laughs> except for all that hype up we did oh, for the Titans that yeah. never worked out. Mm. Came out looking okay, though. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I didn't, I, go I, listen. Little, I didn't re-listen to it. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I was a little scared to – I listened to it. Just because it took forever to get out because I wanted to make sure because I I have a feeling that you know like like Luke you know Luke's big on online presence and stuff and so you never know who's going to listen to it and um, I was like well I want to make sure this one sounds really really good and I think it was you just couldn't leave well enough alone and one thing led to another and it was like two weeks or something it was crazy or maybe even longer I don't remember but that's the cool thing about podcasts they don't have to be out like immediately yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, yeah, this is Behind the Call, and I've got a list of things that I had written down on my phone because, I mean, this is, like, going to be jam-packed full of stuff. I don't really care where we start at. Um, we can start with March Madness if you want to, considering, you know, that's the big thing going on right now. Um, obviously, we got to get to some uh, Titans uh, off-season stuff, NFL off-season stuff, because this free agency has been – Wild, insane dude. dude to say the least um and we'll talk about we got to talk about that school over in eddieville and the success that they have we got to talk about that and um yeah baseball too because we got we have a guest special guest we have obviously devin but we also have the head coach of the Critton county yeah. rocket yes. baseball team uh devin bell so we'll always have a, a special guest that's right we always got that inside info right there and things have been starting off pretty good for you uh, in terms of the season. I mean, you know, now that you're out there on the diamond and it it's starting to feel like spring um, in the air. And so the grass is starting to get a little bit greener. Um, I haven't mowed yet. You haven't mowed yet. Not yet. Right. I think it, it's coming. Well, we're in a standoff. I know because it always happens like this. This is my first time for like the neighborhood standoff. Like who's who going doing to, it first? Who flinches first? Yeah. Whoever mows the yard first around you. That's the worst guy. Because <laughs> right. then, and then you, you don't want to be the first guy to mow the yard, and you don't want to be the last guy in the in the in the round to mow the yard too. He's almost as worse as the, as the first That's guy. Fr- yeah. So you want to be second, second or third. But yeah. I don't know. I saw somebody it's at getting- work. I saw someone out there 
you know, shaking the rust off of a mower today. I don't know what's coming. I have seen people in other areas that have mowed, so it is upon us. Yeah, but I'm holding off on that. So what's going on, Devin? Tell us about the team right now. Yeah, we're uh, we're started off. We're two and three right now. Um, we've had multiple rainouts. You know, that's just how you get when you got sprint baseball in the spring. Um, you know. These last few nights have been pretty miserable just because it's so cold and windy. And then um, that's always tough. But, you know, I, I'm proud of the guys. You know, we lost a lot just like football did, just like basketball did. And we're trying to uh, <clears throat> find a way to get these guys, you know, better on the fly. And that's tough because you play two, three, four nights a week and you don't get a whole lot of practice time. Generally, um, when you're not playing, it's because it's raining, you know, so – it's tough, but it's it's our job as coaches to get these guys ready. And I'm proud of a lot of them. They've really come in from basketball. We have, we have a couple um, that have come over, and they've hit the ground running. And it's just it's going to be a process all year. But, you know, as I said um, in an interview the other day, if, if we're playing our best baseball right now and not in May, that's on me. So, you know, we want to be playing our best baseball at the end, and I think that's the way we're trending. I know that uh, – let's see um, – I don't. I haven't looked on the schedule on that. And there's a couple of announcements we got to make too about that. I don't know. I think I'm kind of pulling Evan along for the ride. I don't know if he necessarily wants to do this or not. But um, depending upon how the coverage of it goes, you know, behind the call might be st- stretching out a bit, going in the direction of maybe calling a few games, yeah. posting them online like live. You know, since you know, um, I don't want to interfere with what the radio station is doing. If radio stations do it, I mean, I want them to have the first dibs at, at calling anything like that. But uh, if it's a game that they're not calling or something like districts or, you know, like a, a game with the, the, you know, that means it means a lot that a lot of people like to listen to, you know, go up and do my best uh, Mike Shannon impression or something like that. You know, it'd be pretty fun, I <laughs> yeah. think. Yeah. I'll, Evan, I, Evan, you I'll got, be there for moral support. I certainly say you got a lot of uh, baseball calling oh, experience. Oh, yes. Man. Tons um, of it. Tons of it. It's a, <laughs> I think it'd be fun to do, honestly. Yeah, I think it'd be great. You know, the the more exposure we can get for these kids, you know, it's um, whether somebody, you know, their grandparents or family that don't live close but have a chance to listen to it, it's awesome. And, um, you know, I, they've started doing a little more coverage this year, which is good because we need to get these kids, you know, exposure. Um, so that that is something that would be very, very exciting for these kids. And, and you know, anything we can do to help, we're, we're more than happy to. And uh, at least one team in the district has just now got um, – I, I, I mean, they're a small school, and I know a lot of the athletes that play on the basketball team probably play on the baseball team too. So they kind of got a late start at it with the uh, Lyon County doing some doing Yeah, some they, uh, they, there's only about three that, that are actually on the varsity team that, that play a whole lot for them. But two of the three are um, very big, you know, Jackson Shoulders and Gunnar Bingham. So, you know, we faced them early, and they, they, they're they like us. They're young. They lost a lot. Um, but, you know, they're off to a good start, too. I think they're they're undefeated. I don't think they've lost yet. So, um, that's they're one of our losses, and we lost to Christian last night, 4-2. to two. It was a good game. But, you know, um, <clears throat> they're, they're going to be good. They're going to be right there. That's, you know, that's who we got to go through. Um, so, but, yeah, they, that, that run they made at the end with basketball was, you know, that's, that's something special to have a Region 2 team, not just a Region 2 team, but a 5th district team um, go that far. And, and it's, even though, you know, we're not all huge fans of Lyon County, but 
um, you know, it, <clears throat> you're, you're, it's some sort of a pride to be like, hey, you know, small schools up there making that noise on that big of a stage. Well, so you can say a fifth district team made it. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, when, when's you know, well, it, well, the cool thing, I mean, there was two teams for West Kentucky in the lead mm-hmm, eight mm-hmm, up there, yeah. Murray and, yeah. and Lyon. I mean, that's you know, you know say that's pretty. I was listening to, cool. um, and I caught the tail end of this, so I don't know exactly who it was. It was a uh, either a coach from one of the teams that had gotten knocked out. Or, uh, or it was like earlier in the season or something, but they were talking about Murray, and they said, you know, a school in Western Kentucky knocked us out. Like it's like they didn't even, you know, it it didn't register. Like they didn't know about the Murray Tigers. They were just like, this is what the state's going to know them as. We just say a team in Western Kentucky. It's like they have two that far west, and in what is, you know, in terms of basketball, a central dominated, you know, central yeah. Kentucky dominated sport. Um, yeah, it's cool, man. You know, and um, it, I think with a lot of the moves that they're making in the Commonwealth for basketball, there's going to be because there's another big thing that's happening too um, with uh, uh, Christian County and too. And so there's going to be a lot of different names that you're not used to hearing, I think. And heck, with Lyon County, they could make some noise again next year. You know, I know they're going to lose Jackson, but I mean, they're, <laughs> they're yeah. just so talented, man. And then they're fun to watch. And, um, you know, that's the thing is, you know, we were at Crittenden watching the championship game and, you know, it it was fun to see, you know, the Rockets competing with them. and But, you know, you kind of knew what was going to happen going into it. You know, with Crittenden, it was just like maybe, you know, force some errors, try to get something to go. They played with them earlier in the year. and But you were like, man, these guys are starting to, you know, they're playing their best basketball. And the team that I saw that night, I was like, man, they, they could really give region – a shake up and they floated right through that, you know. And yeah, I don't know, man. It's definitely wild, wild for sure. Yeah, it is. And they and, had they had a very good shot at beating Kevin yeah. Catholic. Oh my gosh, they, they yeah. were right there, you know, been, you know. Some, yeah, um, that last little sequence is tough too. The way yeah. to go out the way they did, you know, to have a chance and um, just be, you know, three seconds short. But did you watch the game? Uh, I caught the ending of it. We were I was at the baseball field. But, we, had, we, uh, we watched every second here, and it was yeah. it was bittersweet. You know, it's yeah. it's hard. I, I, was, I was wearing a Crittenden shirt. If that, if <laughs> yeah. that made it, you know a difference, but like I said, I married into a a line family, so they were they were pumped up in the little family group chat. They were they were getting with it. Yeah. I, well, well, Bryant. Well, Bess's parents were visiting Brian out there, and um, in Oklahoma, and so at least one family from Oklahoma was watching it. So you know, it's pretty neat. Well, it was because the, the size of the school system was like oh, two hundred fifty yeah. kids yeah. or something. Like, I yeah. mean, I mean, small is an understatement. Yeah. And had they won that game and got lucky, I mean, you know, we're talking Hoosier level <laughs> stuff, man. I mean, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it really is crazy. Yeah, but you know, it is. It really is. But. Uh, yeah, man, and and the like I said, the way they covered the games and stuff. I mean, you just pulled up on your smart smart TV and you could just watch it. I mean, it, that's just strange to me. Like, yeah, like just the fact that with the with the way technology is now to see any high school to go from, you know, not being able to really watch anything or listen to anything, really having to to go to the ends of the earth just to try to find coverage of something. To now, it's like you know, two clicks on a remote, you're there. It's just it's wild. Um, so you guys want to switch gears, go to March Madness? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. 
Well, me and Evan went to the OVC tournament. We did. That yeah. was a blast. That was fun. That was really fun. I wish Evan or Devin could have got to go with us, but yeah, that was a you're good in time. baseball mode now. Yeah, we're kind of full throttle there. But I, you know, I got to watch that game because um, one of our assistant coaches. We had a scrimmage that day, and he he left and went to watch it, and he was there, and it, it was. You know, I was rooting for Murray. Wish they would have uh, pulled it out. You know, but looking at St. Peter's, man, you know, you don't want to play around with the Peacocks. They're I, on a different level, they are. They uh, are. And yeah. one, one thing they really might be doing is they're they're saving John Calipari's job from all these people that don't like John Calipari because he, you know, if you fire John Calipari now, you got to fire produce coach and you got to you know because obviously they're, they're, they they you know it was all on Cal. The reason we lost, so. Is it official that Prone's coming back to yeah. Murray? Yes, it's it official. official. Okay, yeah. I, I, I didn't know if it was official or not. Yeah. And I, I knew he was on the short list from the beginning. I think it's a cool hire. I loved him as a coach at Murray. Yeah. Loved, loved his coaching philosophy. Loved his style. You know, didn't raise his voice with the play. He, he was able to connect with the players without having to do the traditional, you know, from the traditional means of – because you've always got them players, and we've talked about it at length on this podcast, where it was like some players, you know, um, they – just have to go coach you gotta yell at me you know you gotta get but he's found a way back in the days with like cannon and all those guys that his just style they bought into it he was a lot more calm cool collected and it and it, and it worked it, you know they had their what was their best season yeah and since coach prone was there exactly exactly whenever uh, we were going to all those games in like 20 was it 2012 but that's what i'm saying i'm saying like when coach prone was there that's 2012 season that was yeah. the best one they had and then this year and comes this about year. so and it's a yeah it's a you know because now they're transitioning to the Missouri Valley, yeah. which is no doubt going to be tougher than the Ohio Valley. Mm-hmm. So you, but you have a coach there who knows how to win at Murray and is comfortable there. So that hopefully will be a good transition for them. It's bittersweet because of the fact that, um, as far as I'm aware, and I don't think I'm going to have to worry about any, if anybody fact checking me, but I could be wrong on this. But I want to say Western Kentucky University and Murray State University started the OVC, I think, in football back way back in the day. I'm almost positive of that, but I don't know. So, you know, with them leaving the OVC, going over somewhere else, I, yeah, I can say it's bittersweet for a lot of things. One thing is downtown Evansville was always blue and gold. I mean, it was just – they used to take it over. And that's, that's, that's something that I – that I hate about it is because you could drive an hour and a half to watch the OVC tournament for cheap money mm-hmm. and see see really good basketball and, and have it's a good be a time. Home floor all night, and, like because like when we went that Friday night, the uh, Belmont Moorhead game was ten times better than the Murray game mm-hmm. as far as it being a close game. Right. I mean, and, and so you got into the game, you got to watch two good basketball mm-hmm. games, uh, four teams, and then you know next night you get to see the championship, but. With it being it's just, just it's that close, yeah. And now I guess the Missouri Valley is probably held in St. Louis or something, but yeah, it, it's always been held in St. Louis. Like it was kind of the the thing the, with them is that they always have it in St. Louis. It was like the longest running, and of course there's lots of asterisks now with yeah with 2020 and stuff, but they always have it there. So that'll be different. And then McMahon going to LSU, which like. You know, I I don't really have an issue with LSU football, but I can't stand LSU basketball. Mm-hmm. I hate hate it. So that's kind of bittersweet too. And it's kind of a tough job for him to take because coming into what they're facing. Yeah, right now. all they're you know they're not going to yeah. be. It, it, all that he as soon as he took you know they lost a bunch of five star recruits and but all the sanctions they're facing. You got to take it. You oh, money no, money yeah, talks. No, 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 I know money I talks. Yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you went from it. he, he went from five hundred thousand salary per year at Murray to like two point one at 
LSU with like possi- the possibility of like a hundred thousand added to that each year or something like that. So well, it's more perks and more. Yeah. I mean, there's you know that's just part of prone. You know, where did prone go? He didn't. Iowa go. State. Iowa State. Yeah. After Dude, he, he got, left, he got and, like a. I mean, he he's he had a pretty good gig too. He got a five million dollar buyout, mm, and so he, yeah, you know, yeah, I've come back to Coach Murray for five hundred, you know, a year, have a chance to win. The, well, he, you know, Missouri Valley every year, make the tournament, you know, and be loved. Yep. So well, it was very apparent he loved Murray. You could yeah. definitely tell it, and um, yeah, it, it yeah. I'm, well, Murray always does a good job of like hiring within the system. I mean, McMahon was an assistant on, uh, you know, prom staff. They just hired from within, and of course now they got prom back. So they know they know uh, they know how to make the right hire. I mean, you just look at all the co- past coaches they've had that have went on to success other places. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mick Cronin's at UCLA who lost last night. Uh, see it, what McMahon will do at LSU, but uh, oh, he coached Mississippi State. Um, can't think of his name right now, but do you know who I'm talking about? Um, yeah, what was his name? But, um, it wasn't Mark Godfrey, was it? Is that who it was? Maybe that sounds. And I mean, he had, he had reasonable success. I mean, yeah. not there now, but well. And the other thing too, with like with Prone is he's all, he already knows Murray, you know. So there's not going to yeah. be like a a shock or anything. He's like, I'm, you know, I'm back and I know, you know, the facilities yeah. haven't changed. Nothing's changed. It's actually it's getting ready to get a whole lot nicer. They're doing a mm-hmm. huge bunch of renovation. I know at least baseball for sure. I know they're redoing the entire field and they're adding like a huge uh, sports complex that has locker rooms and stuff for each, you know, each sport. And it's, it's going to be sweet. Segway. Titans. Oh, the stadium. The stadium deal. I think it's going to happen. Speaking of complexes. It's going to happen. It is gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I love, I love it. I love the, the like the mental gymnastics they did to explain. Like, well, listen, we can either do the renovations that we, ha- that we have to do, or you know, you can you can start getting some. You know, yeah. it, man, that's that's kind of like the missing piece for Nashville. It really is because now you're looking at. Super Bowls, you're looking at. I mean, it definitely will be Super Bowl. Definitely have Super, Super Bowl. Bowl there. I mean, it's perfect. It's perfect location. Final Fours, college football playoffs. World I mean, cu- World Cup stuff. World Cups. St- I mean, well, I mean, and the thing about anything. it is, well, and it's a city that prides itself on tourism. I mean, that that's the that was the lifeblood of Nashville since the '60s and the '50s was you know well yeah. I say '50s really about the '60s is when it really starts to come into the fact that listen you come here for Opryland you come here for Grand Ole Opry you come here for you know, Ryman, it's it's country music, capital of the world. Um, people come from all over to, you know, visit this place. And now you're looking at uh, – so, I mean, the, the facilities are already there. The the lodging's already there. The hotel space is there, yeah. It's all ready to go. Well, and I mean, like, just like – look, Nashville did the draft better than anybody has or will, in my opinion. Uh, like, when the Predators are doing their thing, it's – crazy down there we saw a little bit of it uh with the titans playoff run uh having a home game one seed it was electric down there just hadn't happened enough so it's it's a sports it's a sports town i mean it's like you say it's if they get that stadium a super bowl will be there and it's good timing too because although i like nissan oh you know i'm always gonna love nissan just because i'm a titans fan fact of the matter is it's not that it was run it was not that it was getting run down one is small smaller than in terms of facilities, not necessarily seating and stuff, but I'm saying like, you know, the concourse and everything. I mean, it was a smaller, more, you know, it was definitely tell that this was built as a smaller market area. And then 
you know, you get visiting teams in. And the number one thing that I've heard, I know it's anecdotal, but the thing I've heard from visiting fans more than anything in all the times I've been down there is that, you know, I wish this was bigger. This place needs to be bigger. You know, the walkways and everything, just the accommodations need to be bigger. And this is your chance to do it. You yeah, know? I wouldn't have multiple elevators on each end instead of having to walk all That's the way to the end to go up. But if they do it, um, first of all, I hope they call it the Coliseum. And then second of all, it needs to resemble a Coliseum. How cool yeah, would that, that would be? be awesome, well, yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, the, you already uh, got the Greco-Roman thing going with yeah. the, with you know you got Greece with the you know with the with Parthenon. The, yeah, the Parthenon. Now you can get the Roman with and, the Colosseum. And you're the ty- I mean, yeah, that would be sick. Yeah. And the uh, the video of John Robinson at the uh, combine. Oh yeah. With when he was talking about it, made it almost made me cry. when he was crying. Yeah, it was like talking about how right. Yeah, because it was right. I mean, I was, was just channeling how I felt after they lost to the Bengals that game. I was like, yeah, John, that's that's how I felt too. Yeah, I think it's it's time for that. But and Nashville needs to get a baseball team. Yeah, be, and, and and that's that. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. They've been possible. one of the one that of the soccer uh, new soccer stadium's opening up. Has it already opened up? I'm not sure. I'm not a soccer fan, no, but not for sure. It's it's a new not nice stadium too. But going back to the the Titan Stadium, uh, you know, if they build it, they're saying they're going to build it right beside the old one in the parking lot between mm-hmm. 24 and the the existing stadium. Yeah, and then they're supposed to like develop all that into like a neighborhood type deal down there too. So it's going to be so on the, totally so be a different. neighborhood on the river. That's the way I understand it. From, from, from what I've read, from what I've read, that's, that's insane. If so that's the case, that that's whole insane. area is going to be transformed. Just down the there. players are going to buy like, yeah, they're going to live there. Yeah. I mean, it'll, it'll all be, it'll just be totally different. Well, it's hard to imagine. That's kind of the thing too, that it doesn't surprise me considering what you don't know how much, behind the scenes stuff is happening with this too. This this has been coming down, you know, the pipe for a while because with all the building up of the city anyway, this can't come as a shock to people. It can't. And the one thing that I know not just celebrities but, you know, people with money in general, they're trying to get as close to downtown as possible. And that's a that's an issue for Nashville. Nashville does not really have that I mean, the like the housing availability close to downtown for people that can afford it is like not on the nowhere near like New York or anything like that. But like the space is an issue, and so yeah. man, if they were to do something like that, that'd be crazy too. Yeah. Uh-huh. But the, uh, I'm I'm not sure how luxurious the housing they were wanting to develop. Like I, from what I read, they wanted it to be more like. I'm not like economical yeah. in a certain sense. I yeah. mean, I know you, you know, it's not going to be like super cheap, right, right. but it was, I don't know. That's just from what, uh, Butch Spirit and, and those, the, you know, those things could change. Nashville you never know. guy. Yeah. yeah. But definitely. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's going to happen. They wanted it done by, was it 26? 26 is the goal. Four years. That's, that's getting it. And, and because work wouldn't even start on it till probably next year. Earliest. So you're talking three, two and a half to three years to finish that. Which is a pretty big undertaking, considering you're building a stadium. Yeah. They they've done it and they can do it. So, I mean, you know, you know how fast these things go up now. L.A. Rams Stadium come in like way over budget, like massively over budget. But that's also a different beast there. That stadium's it's it's well crazy. different states. Yeah, know, everything's you know, and you got two franchises that are yeah, you know that are. Used but I think the whole deal with that was is uh, the Rams owner. Mm-hmm. Who is the one? Like it's 
the Rams stadium, they kind of just let the Chargers play there, right? Basically, but he, which he's the one who moved the Rams out of St. Louis, also. So that was always so interesting. People don't really probably that. like him in this area, but well, it was it's Cronky, always, Stan it's Cronky. Al- it's always been the Rams are coming back home, and the Chargers kind of tagged along. Now, that's what it is. Because that, if you and some remember, of the aspects of it was kicking and screaming. They came along. You know. If you remember the, let's see, they were the Raiders were discussing. Was it the Raiders and Chargers discussing going together? Something like that. It was something crazy like that, and then the Raiders went to Vegas and all. I don't know. It was a big deal. I read a bit article about it. Uh, lots of ins and outs, confusing, but fat, the the business world of the NFL is pretty fascinating. Oh yeah, most definitely. Speaking of which. Free agency has crazy. been crazy this year. Um, Nuts. And the Titans have been on, if I think, the winning end of well, that. Well, if you didn't know, the Colts are winning the Super Bowl because they traded for a 36-year-old quarterback who has been crap without Julio Jones. So, obviously, they're winning it. I right? was wondering yeah. to see what your – listen. They've Definitely. already Now, listen. They've already put – the favorites as as of this moment, and that could change. But AFC South's definitely going to the Colts, Colts man. Easy, no way. Why would can. you question that? Yeah, like why would anyone even question the Colts? Obviously, they don't even need to play the schedule because the Colts are winning. Because Matt Ryan is a great quarterback, thirty six year old in his prime, right? You know, thirty six year old quarterback. Yeah, has led a, the Falcons to a losing record last year. I mean, that since the MVP season has done nothing. Yeah, but and he had Julio has, Jones. Like he's always had. Even he had Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. They don't even have anybody that resembles. I mean, Pittman's solid. Yeah, Pittman. I, yeah, Pittman is solid. It's just the same song and dance every year. Well, if they couldn't do it with Philip Rivers, why are they going to do it with Matt Ryan? Yeah. I was really hoping they get Baker Mayfield. Just yeah, to, me too. You know, was, I was like, that'd that'd be been, so me yeah. too. Well, the, the Jimmy Garoppolo was who I was really going now. For. Let me now, now, now. Let me do say this because people certainly say we no. Have. I don't believe that Ryan Tannehill is some fantastic great quarterback either. Like, like I'm not saying that he's better than Matt Ryan. Uh, I'm not saying that. I've been told he's one of the greatest quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> but I, the Titans have a better overall team, I think, than the Colts, obviously. Yeah. Um, because they won the division last year and got the one seed, but and added to it, you know, the Titans really haven't lost. They haven't lost well, anything. Yeah, like they just gained. They kept their own who contributed, and then they added Robert Woods. Yeah. I mean, like they they've got and they added Austin Hooper. And they, yeah, I think Hooper's going to be one that. And know, they're not done. I mean, we got the draft coming up, and they're still. You know, I saw a thing today. It was like the still remaining for agents. There's still some big names out there that could potentially yeah. be grabbed up. So. It'll be interesting to see. I, I really like Robert Woods. I think he is a Tennessee Titan just by the way he, you know, carries himself. He, he's always – his press conference is probably one of the best introductory press conferences I've ever, you know, watched just because he immediately, you know, he's already – you know, they talked about I'm not doing timetables. You know, they've already got it ingrained in his Yeah, head. he already know, yeah. He, he's a great blocker. He's a willing blocker um, as a receiver. And that, you know, I, th- I think it's going to be huge. I think that's going to be a perfect fit, scheme fit, everything. And if we can get another piece in there at wide receiver, I think that, you know, Hooper, I think I think that's huge. I think he's going to come in and get back, hopefully, to that Atlanta form. Um, you know, he went to the Cleveland, got that huge contract, and they still had Njoku. He was splitting reps. And to hear him sell it, you know, they just never – it was more they wanted him for blocking stuff. So, that was a mess up. Yeah, it was just a cluster, you know. Because you have OBJ, yeah. Baker, Jarvis Land. I mean – And you just had too many, you know. And they're a running team. With yes, Chubb and Kareem Hunt. So, I think you get him, he can get back to being – if he can be 
if he can resemble somewhat of what Delaney gave us at times, he don't have to be Delaney Walker. I'm not saying that, but if he can be that guy to take some pressure off of Woods and AJ Brown and whoever else they bring in, and still be able to block, you know, because last year was you could almost tell what play we're going to run by which tight ends run. Yeah, the field. It was you know, so, and yeah. part of that's probably because our offensive coordinator is terrible. But yeah. that's a, that's a song. That's a for well. I mean, day. and that was the missing piece. Tight end was missing piece. I think well, and then like of, you know, obviously we, they they need a third receiver. And with the way these rookie receivers have been playing, like you feel pretty good that if you draft one in the in the first couple of rounds, he's going to be an immediate contributor for your team anyway. So, which we don't have a second round pick because we traded that for Julio, which at the time was a was a smart play. Looking back, you can't you know injuries are in. He's one that I know it sounds crazy, but if you could just get if you they would have had him restructure or bring him back on a prove it deal, like I you know knowing the system, I think that would be a guy, but. It's just, you know, he's almost to the point now where he's just getting a little too old. But yeah. I still, you know, you saw glimpses of what he could be, you know, at times. And it's just one of those things. But, yeah, you can get a much younger option that you're going to have control of. Um, for, if you draft. get him in the, yeah. in the first round, you got control That's of him for five years. years. Exactly. So, yeah. and, but I, I'm excited to see. I wish we would have, I wish we would have got, you know, at least one more defensive piece, maybe a corner or something. I would feel better because um, yeah, we let Jenkins go, Jenkins which I go. thought was a smart move. But which means I would like to see you they're know, banking on Caleb Farley, Farley yeah. recovering from that ACL and, and yeah. which you know the talent's there, but he's just been hurt his whole career. Which they signed the AJ Moore, yeah. Um, which, but still, I think I'd like to see that be addressed because um, you know our our. Pass rush, you know, if it stays the same, and you know, I like what we're doing with the backers. I do. I think you know, I, I'm I'm all in there. I'm cool with letting Rashawn walk and Jay on definitely, um, and with David Long and um, those guys, Monty Rice, Monty Zach Rice Cunningham, in, Zach Cunningham. So I'm cool with all that. I just I wish we would have would address a corner, and and they may still, you know, that's the thing, and they and they could, but um, well, and like like look from last year, you know, they drafted Elijah Molden in the fourth round, and. Right. And Dude, he's, start. That's, yeah. So maybe you know, maybe it's a situation like that. Yeah. They got two fourth rounders this year, so. But there's also been a little buzz about them being in on Desmond Ritter, quarterback from that's, Cincy. Yeah. Uh, which there was buzz the year Drew Locke was coming out too that they were interested in him the first round and Locke filled what's second. Really so it's all hurt, just draft draft hype. But what's really going to hurt me is seeing MMA. Come oh. to Atlanta and just tear it up with Arthur yeah. Smith and probably, I hope he does. probably win the MVP. I hope he does. Yeah. So much. This is his last shot, though, as a starting oh, quarterback. Definitely. This is yeah, it. Definitely. And, he, and, he either makes noise now. Well, or, and the Falcons aren't out on quarterback. I mean, they could easily draft one in the first round. So. Do, do uh, it almost seems foolish, I, I would think to say, but just for, just for sake of talking points, I mean, this – would you think this is a better opportunity for like Marcus to say go here or go to say somewhere like the Dolphins or something and then play behind but then you know you're going to get a lot more snaps in that position or do you think that like because I mean there's a lot of pressure in Atlanta and yeah he's got a couple pieces to work with but I think the big thing there was the familiarity with Arthur Smith head coach mm-hmm. being his previous coach OC at Tennessee I didn't think about that yeah uh and then the opportunity to start, yeah, because like right right now, if they were to not get another quarterback, he's the starter. Well, and I'm I was with you too on it because I have a lot of conversations like this with you know my friends over at Union County, and like the thing is is that I I was with you with he was better than one of the thirty two guys out there, you know, yeah, and that's or thirty one guys out there now with him starting there. But I mean he's he's better than than one of the thirty two teams, and and he's getting the opportunity now. So. Yeah, I mean there's no doubt like. 
the Washington Commanders. They were they rolled out uh uh who was I can't even think of his name Heineke. Hmm. Mariota's way better than Taylor Heineke or whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's definitely he's better than uh, probably the bottom. Yeah, there's a lot. There's the a bottom lot. section it's, of teams' yes. quarterbacks. I mean, <laughs> but I don't but, know. You know we'll and see. This this has been, I'd say, you know, and I've seen people say that it's probably the craziest offseason. You know, just even the last Tyreek Hill. That's you know the yeah. fact that the Chiefs traded him. I know you know. Oh, and him and the Waddle? contract, but still, it's yeah. And then you got quarterbacks moving. You know, Deshaun being moved and. Wilson. Um, Wilson being moved. You know, he has some big names. Devontae Adams going to the Raiders. Adams getting traded. I mean, it's just – it seems like, you know, anyone – it's really showed what a what a business the NFL is this oh, whole yeah. season. That it's, yeah. you know, no one's really safe. It, you know, there's a few quarterbacks that are safe. But even that – Tom Brady is – there. I've seen a bunch of reports that Brady the Dolphins bad. are in on him. So, it's like, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen. And, and, you know, it could all – you know, we could get an update in any minute. But – it's been a crazy NFL offseason. I'm excited. I'm ready for it to be back. I'm ready for the draft. The draft's yes. when you kind of know. The I draft love the draft. Is incredible. It is. And that's the best for me. That's the best. That's the best part of the it, NFL. It always stinks because the first round is all we always have because it's always on Thursday. We always have a game, and I'm always just like yeah. middle of a baseball game. I'm like I'm just wanting to know What's who the time on? to pick. Yeah, and it's just. <laughs> but it, and I just, I want to go back to the draft party in Nashville, but you know that's that's another thing that. The draft is that's that's the best thing. Like I, you're just sitting there can't wondering, waiting enough of the you know, draft. No, you can't see more. You know where guys are going to go. Even and in the seventh round, like it's that, just the earliest quarterback one I've seen is like 15 right now. And I, I don't think I know it's not a strong quarterback class, but still, someone always trades up. And Some, yeah, something's going to happen. And that, that just only benefits the Titans because then that just pushes. And I think I think that, and like you say, it's not a great strong quarterback class, but. Like I don't think this is as bad as the Jake Locker year, when you had uh, you had gosh Jake Locker and uh, Blaine Gabbard I think was in that. like it was really bad. Like I don't think they're they're that bad. Like I think there's somebody in there that could make, be yeah. something, maybe not an all star but a solid starter. Yeah, and there's a lot of quarterback needy teams out there. I mean. I don't think the Steelers are all in on Mitch Trubisky. Why would you be yeah. after what he did? Yeah, but he's one that really, you know, it might just be his personality that I like, you know, and I've always, you know, I thought he got an unfair shake in Chicago with Nagy and that whole dumpster fire. He still took him to the playoffs and had a, you know, decent record, you know. So I mean, Chicago is that, like a quarterback wasteland. That, yeah, so it's like, you know, he goes to Buffalo, he's behind Josh Allen, you know, maybe he picks up some stuff there and then you go – I mean, he goes to Steelers, and he's got, you know, Najee Harris and Deontay Johnson and Claypool. He has some weapons. Maybe, you Friermuth know. Yeah, Friermuth. I mean, maybe they, you know, maybe he can do something. He don't have, you know, just just talking about Tannehill, you don't have to be the greatest to win a lot of football games. Um, but it, it'll be interesting to see. I, I think then there might, there's another team. They had pretty much every mock draft has them getting Malik. Malik uh, yeah, Willis. Yeah. Willis. Um, and well, he's, well, his arm, I mean, watching the videos from his pro day were just like, oh, my gosh, dude. Like, the, the potential there, you know, is just – it's crazy. And, and like, you have, like, Detroit. If they fell in love with somebody at two, yeah. they could go quarterback. Carolina at six. Like, Sam yeah. Donald's not the future there. Um, Atlanta at eight. Denver's already got their guy. Jets got their guy at ten. And Washington. Love where, where, does Washington? Baker, where does Baker go? Because he's yeah. going to stay with the Browns, so he's probably going to go try and be a starter somewhere. I've seen the Texans as one that 
uh, have kind of been in on Baker just because he was, you know, from, I hope so. from there. Yeah, I did too. Um, <laughs> that definitely, and the Jags. How about the Jags just doing the most – just paying the most money for the, like, trashiest players yeah. to the point where, like, literally they could have been in on Tyreek and paid him, you know, and got, you know, a player like that. But instead they're like, Christian hey, let's Kirk. get Christian Kirk for, like, $90 million for and four years. And Zay Jones. Yes, and it's just – the and, Jags just continue uh, to be a wasteland. The only good move they made was uh, they got that guard. Yeah. Scherf? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think. Brandon, Brandon Scherf. Which, Scherf. I don't know. But if I'm Trevor Lawrence, I'm like, please just let me out. Get me let out. Me, give me a chance yeah. to have a decent career. You know, the hype I had coming in was yeah. insane. Yeah, Jacksonville, they just they they just can't figure it out. But the Raiders are a team to me. The, the whole in a, the whole AFC is that's why I saw like a few GMs were trying to push for like a realignment because the AFC is just so <laughs> stacked. I mean, well, and the thing is, like the AFC West, they're going to just beat up on each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the odds of your one seed coming out of there aren't that great. Yeah. So the odds. If Tennessee does their thing, and then if Buffalo does theirs, you know the one seed. Yeah, Buffalo and Miami. And, but now that's right, New you got England, Miami in that. You know, Buffalo, Miami, New England. Like really, the AFC thing. South is the one that's the easiest you that know you I mean? can kind of yeah. creep rise above. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, and then <clears throat> yeah, AFC is just so it's not a crap shoot. I don't, I don't see. I was telling. My friend, uh, like one of my, like I said, one of my friends at Union County about this too, is that like I don't see Titans getting that number one seed again this year. Just as just as crazy as I think it's going to be next year, but I, I definitely see them winning the AFC South. But yeah, as great as the AFC South is right now, you flip that over and then you look at because that's another thing we we're talking about Tom Brady coming back. It's like you can't tell me Tom Brady looking at the NFC and it's just going. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, that, it's that, us or the Packers. Like, that's what I'm saying. So it's like that was kind of things like you look around and you go, hmm, maybe. Now, yeah, I mean, yeah, I could come back and, yeah. and at least at least get to the big game again for sure. You know, it's and, <laughs> that's the, I'm just saying, as bad as it is, it definitely played into and his what's, decision. But what's this? I, this is what I have. A, I can't figure this out. Is like Aaron Rodgers signs back and knows that they're getting rid of about it. the Adams deal. And now he has like no one to throw the ball to. Like I just, uh, yeah, I was should have requested he come to Tennessee. I don't know. It's 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 wild. And Aaron Rodgers is a, he's an odd human. Um, he just wants to put them all up, even without Devontae probably. That's and just get paid. And you know what? He could do it because he won that game in Arizona. Yeah. With nobody. That's yeah. He's pretty much. So I mean. And now they've got all these picks, so yeah. you know they're going. Which they'll probably draft, draft like a yeah. punter in the first round or something. You know, but. just try to be as close to offense without <laughs> yeah. being offense as possible. <laughs> Tell you what, I I bought it hook, line, and sinker. I really thought that he was gone. I didn't think he was coming back. I think I might have been one of the only humans on the planet who thought that, but I was one of them. I was like, hey, oh, Rod, maybe, huh? Hey, Rod. No, 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 or no, no. Tom. No, I was thinking of Tom. I was talking oh, about Brady. Oh, Sorry, I didn't mean to switch gears on that. Just imagine like you I'll, said, that guy being the the one that bought the last yeah. CD for like five. Well, he's helping him out. With the Bitcoin or something? Something like that. But Tom Brady reached out to him. He's going to do something to help him out. It's hard to stay mad at this guy. I'm telling you. It's starting to become very hard to hate Tom Brady. I like him a whole lot more now that he's in Tampa. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely on that. But, like... Um, but, but yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, you were, you probably know more about it than I did. I, I read the headline and I just saw where it was like, Hey, he, I was like, okay, so he's going to make this right, which he'd be the only person on the planet who could help him make it right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, that's a neat story. But, yeah. Oof. That'd be my luck. Be like, this is it. Well, and like you, like you said, I mean, and you still got the Rams in the NFC. You still got the Rams defending Super Bowl champs, yes. but 
because they added Allen Robinson, which was a solid addition. I was kind of hoping the Titans would go after him. Um, but him and Robert Woods are the same age. The only difference is Woods is coming off that ACL. And Woods is more of a Titan mold player than Allen Robinson. But So, the, like, the Rams are – they're pretty much what they were last year minus Von Miller, basically. And is Aaron Donald for sure coming back? I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, that's really their defense. So yeah, it's I mean, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. And the, but they kind of just got hot at the right time, and everything kind of fell. And you know, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from it, but I thought it was kind of set up for them to, you know, yeah, make it back. Yeah, well, and no, I mean, obviously the Bengals, um, they they had a heck of a run in the uh, in the playoffs for sure. Yeah. But I'm sure when the Rams saw they were playing the Bengals, they were like. We're not having to play the Chiefs. A little bit, or the Bills yeah. Or the I mean, Titans, I mean, obviously so. the Rams were better than those teams because they made it there. But I don't know. It just like Titans already beat them that year without Derrick Henry and all this other stuff in Los Angeles. So speaking of Derrick Henry, there's been a lot of chatter about them thinking that it's it's done. He's done. <laughs> you know, coming back off of that. And, and like, why would you doubt Derrick Henry? You know what I mean? Like, well. Seeing it from their perspective, when I say there, I just mean people that don't follow the Titans as closely as we do. So, a lot of people, it's just like they they just saw him in the Bengals game. Yeah. And I didn't think he was going to come out and go bananas. I was hoping that he would, but he's he's so much more of a, let me get to about week four, you know. That's whenever he starts, you know, in his prime, and, and he'd been off the majority of the season. And, yeah. you know, and then he comes back and does I was like, that's – Really, what I expect? I expected him in that game to have been more of just a not a decoy, but just to free up some space for Tannehill to kind of feel a little more relaxed in the pocket. It was going to have it. That was kind of the thing with the Bengals game. It was Tannehill's game to win or lose. He lost the game, um, but but nevertheless, I'm not trying to go back on that 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 thing again. But they're saying that next year, which I will. I'm not doubting Derrick Henry by any means, but I'm kind of on their side a little bit, thinking that maybe we we got one, maybe two years. Maybe two years, but one where maybe, I think that he's – I think we got one more good, solid year what? with him putting up four. good. Oh, I'm just saying, like, well, the, I, I don't – he's, he's, he's not going to fall off the planet in two years. That's not what I'm saying. The thing with Henry, like he's you said, Devin, is just, like he's like he, like he's just – he's like one of a kind. So, like, I don't know what to ex- expect what, from him. Like, I, I have no doubt that he'll – He'll definitely. Um, yeah, I'm not saying he's going to be like in two, three years, still be like 2K bound every year. Right. But he'll be. He'll the be. The way he's built, and he, I mean, it's just I, I just he'll until, be in the until top. I see him just not being good because he's never not been good in his life. You yeah. know, I'm like yeah. High, you look at the high school numbers and then college, and then well, after college, everybody was like, I don't know about him, and then the Titans get him the second. And that's like took one a few of the years, deal. yeah. But they had Demarco, yeah. That's the thing he had to learn. But ever since then, it's just like, when has he not been? Like just... he'll be, he'll be in the top three for leading rusher next year, and he'll probably oh, win yeah. it. I think if he stays healthy the whole year, he gets it. Like if look, he like two thousand again. Like Adrian Peterson's a freak, that's... and look, like he had a very long span of thousand yard seasons. Yes, and I and, and off an ACL, the former Tennessee, the Titan. former Tennessee Titan. I'm doing the that former, with who, and I'm doing that with Julio too, Tennessee the, Titan Hall of Famer, exactly, and the former uh, Tennessee player, future Hall of Famer Julio, Julio Jones. Jones, and yeah. the former Hall of Famer or the the Hall of Famer former Titan Randy Moss, mm-hmm. uh, Andre Johnson. They've had a ton of dudes on the last we leg. We don't we don't have to talk about how they played it on the, the Titans. Last we can just leg. say, hey man, look at all these guys <laughs> that played for guys. the Titans. We've had some good I players. Mean, <laughs> it, 
I really wish the Adrian Peterson thing had worked out a little bit better, but yeah, uh, that was a that was a gamble. They just didn't pay off, and they were in a pinch. They were, but that that dude, like you, they, he, he's kind of the Derrick Henry freakish type deal. Yeah, where you just, I don't know, you can still hand the ball 20, 30 times a game, and he he eventually he'll get you a thousand yards a year. You know, it's just as long as he stays from like the big freak injuries. You know, like the yeah. being out for an extended period of time. Yeah. But he's, you know, he's just one of a kind. He, that burst, that the burst is the thing that might start to the fade. You know that where yeah. where he if he hits that second level, he's Touched outrunning him. everybody. Yeah, that that might start to fade. But he's, I mean, he's conditioning everything. It's just you know, like a, a he's honestly probably going to come back really really good yeah. just because he he's not really played much football since. The oh, you're, of so the you're season. saying we got he'll another be, half season out of him now because he didn't, yeah. he, didn't well, you, he didn't use up all the he'll talent. He'll be fresh. He'll it's like a battery. Like he's literally yeah, not yeah, played. Yeah, he yeah, come yeah. back for one game, and then he'll have all. You know, I mean, he's going to come back ready with a whole lot less hit. And you know, he's he's coming back with that with the mindset with that chip of that everyone says I'm done. Yes, because yeah, it might make Tannehill play better. You, you have Jonathan on, Jonathan you know? Taylor, who is now is everyone's darling, oh, and they yeah. love him, and he's he is actually the great. He's better than Barry Sanders because he's a cult, obviously. But but Evan, you said it yourself. You know. I think you said it. I, I'm starting to get all these conversations uh, mixed up, but I think you, you said it's not. We're not getting a Super Bowl with Tannehill. You still stand no, by I, that? No, I do. I absolutely stand by that. Titans so will not we, win a Super Bowl next year. But I, it's not. They. I don't think. I don't think it can happen unless some other crazy freak injury stuff happen. Because like they're not gonna. They're not. <laughs> they're not gonna beat a Patrick Mahomes led team. Although they don't have Tyreek Hill now. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not scared of the Chiefs anymore. But Joe all. Burrow. I mean, I'm we've seen what they do, and they, <laughs> they've added to their offensive line. They've added to their offensive line. Yeah, like, which was which was the problem. Like we have seen, we've seen in the NFL these days. Like you, you're really only going to go as far as your quarterback takes you. And Tannehill took us to a first uh, a loss in the first game we played in the playoffs. Yeah, this whole thing about defense wins championships is kind of the thing. It's like that's fine, but. You also have to have a quarterback to where that defense ain't on the field the whole game. You know, it it. it that that extra defender is the guy behind center. He's yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, maybe I shouldn't have said the Titans won't win a Super Bowl next year because that I want to, I want that hope. So I take that back. Yeah. But just like I don't have I don't have the trust and faith in Tampa at all. Maybe he'll maybe he'll fool you. Maybe and the see. thing is, like next year is more than likely going to be his last year as a Titan anyway because they can cut him next year and save twenty seven mil. Yeah. So it's like well, see, he's got that almost, to play for now. Even it's though almost it's like not make someone said this before and was just hated on repetitively <laughs> Here's the thing, speaking you, the voodoo that I listen, apparently did. you got to have the mentality of, like... I did you, not hate. You have, to, no. you have to have a suspension of disbelief when it comes to this stuff because what were we going to do in that situation, Devin? It's not that I disagree with you. It's that we ain't got much of a choice, man. No, and that, my whole thing was like, <laughs> hey, let's just have a, you know, contingency plan. Like, let's, Oh, that's what we, yeah. That, that's all I was really going for. Like, I like Tanny. I think he can win a lot of games, and he's won us games literally off his arm and legs. Yes. But it's is he going to do it in those big moments? And so far, you know, he had the, the year we made the big run to the AFC Championship, he made four throws, five throws that he had to make. Other than that, we leaned on Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry. Um, in our in, in the defense. And so it's, you know, can we win a Super Bowl? I think so. I think you can. I think if we get past the Bengals there, I would I would have felt uh, the Bengals were hot coming in, and we should have got past them. Really, I mean, to be completely, the defense, I don't, I don't, so three I don't think we're beating that Rams team though. I don't think that. I think that we would have made it. I, I honestly, I think if we got past the Bill or the Bengals, we would have been all right. 
and then I, but no, we weren't, we weren't. Matt, Stafford wasn't losing that game. That's yeah. the thing about it. He was not losing that ball. The, game. De- the Titans defense is is good enough to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, and and they should just be better next year. And if the offense is that much better around Tannehill, yeah. then yes, they they can. But it's not going to be because of Tannehill, I don't think. And you're talking about contingency plan. That's why if they can cut Tannehill next year, that's why they very well might likely draft a quarterback this year. If they're going to cut bait with Tannehill next, next year, year. Yep. then he sits behind Tannehill for a year. Boom, he's a guy next. So you year. think that's happening? And then you, and then if like if you were to get him in the in the first, it just all depends on how the the board falls to him. But if you were to get a guy like late in that first round, and you think he's that guy, you have five years of cheap control over him, where you can be build a team around him, pay your your guys. Like that's what the Chargers are doing. Mm. That's how they're getting Khalil Mack and all these dudes uh, because they got Herbert on a rookie contract. Yeah, that's how you win football. That's what the uh, Bengals are doing. With Burrow. I mean, that, that's how you win championships. Well, you think Tom Brady's success his whole life until his last when he went to Tampa, he took less money. And everyone's like, oh, he's, you know, and all these other guys, the Rodgers is, and they're getting all these big contracts. You know, a lot of a lot of the time, it, it's the quarterbacks who sacrifice but are still, still elite quarterbacks that win because you have to build around. Not one any, – any Super Bowl team you look at the last few years, it's not – the quarterback has to have the pieces around him. Even though it is an offensive-driven league, even though you have to have that great quarterback, you still have to have pieces around him because you get to a Super Bowl, and you know, I mean, I just I'm just I'm in the belief that yes, the quarterback, you you need a good quarterback. You really just need a quarterback that's not going to turn the ball over. If you have if you can have surround him with pieces, you because Matt Stafford, yeah, then they just paid him a ton of money. I don't think Matt Stafford's that crazy good or anything. I don't. I think he fit that scheme perfectly. He fit that team perfectly. He was upgrade over Jared Goff. And they, if you put Tannehill on the Rams, do they win the Super Bowl? I don't think they do. No, I don't think they do. Uh, I, and he's but there's a lot of variables there, though. It's like, yeah, it's you know. It, but it, I know I know what I know the point you're trying to make, and yeah. I get that, and I understand. And to be yeah. quite honest with you, I don't necessarily disagree with it. I I just don't want to believe it. <laughs> but I mean, I don't think I don't I don't think they do. I mean, I, I really don't. The thing that was always yeah, my my thing with Tannehill was he wasn't great. He wasn't terrible, and and. But that's not like to me. That's not that's not what I want in a quarterback. That's and I understand not, that's that. not, Well, everybody that. wants a Tom Brady. I get that. You know, everybody wants a, a, a you know Matthew Stafford and stuff like that. I mean, but who, who's the better quarterback in the Super Bowl? It's Joe Burrow, absolutely. Yeah, and that's true. But who had the better team around him? It was the Rams. Yeah. So you can have that elite. Quarterback. Yeah, but both those guys are way better than Tannehill, though. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Burrow really. Matthew Stafford. I think he 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 played well, and Matthew Stafford is really good, but. I don't know that he's so far elite. I the, almost put him in between like the elite quarterbacks and yeah. then like Tannehill. The thing, know? the thing with the Stafford deal is, it's not. It's really for me. It's not. It's not the Rams deal. It's all those years he was with the Lions, and they sucked. And he, I mean, he had Calvin Johnson, yes, and they they made it to the playoffs like maybe once or twice or something. Yeah. But like, if you were to put Tannehill on those Lions teams, oh yeah, like, it's, it's, it, yeah. It's done. No, yeah. You put – I mean, you give us Stafford. Do we yes. win the Super Bowl? Possibly. Pro, yeah. I mean, you know, it really if, if Tannehill – you know, But like that's Taylor it. I mean, said, you're a quarterback away. Generally, it's Tannehill's – you know, he's not great, but he's not terrible. As long as he don't turn the ball. And it's like the one thing he couldn't do, he did three times. And that's what cost you the game, really. You know, and it don't all fall on him. There's other stuff that could have, you know, could have transpired. But, you know, at the end of the day – it, until you 
just because you have that guy though doesn't necessarily mean that. Like even even year even the the COVID year, Tannehill threw thirty three touchdowns, seven picks, looked phenomenal regular season, mm-hmm. playoffs, and then yep, was horrible against the Ravens, mm-hmm. terrible. Uh, like and I, you know, Tannehill has been a very solid quarterback for the Titans. Over, I mean, he is like like we have not been bad with him. We've won games. That's great. That's fantastic. We've pulled ourselves from irrelevance. If the offense is perfect around him, yeah, and then I I, I think that they they could um, win a Super Bowl. Um, but I here's think the that's majority of. I think there's four quarterbacks, five quarterbacks, maybe that you're that you could say. You could just put them in there, like Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. After that, but, but saying get, that, you know, saying that though, name the quarterbacks who have just who've won Super Bowls over the last like ten years, minus maybe Stafford last year. Exactly, it's like Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. It's it's well, the elite the guys. Okay, okay, let me let me. I wanted to end this conversation because I wanted to talk about Calipari before we ran out of time, but now you've sparked my interest. Derrick Henry at his level, he was when he got hurt. In the game against the Bengals, I say they're oh, they winning. Win. The, yeah, yeah, they do win because the the run that Deontay Foreman had, he got tackled at the seven. Derrick Henry takes every touchdown. Well, that, that, but I mean, the thing about it is, as terrible as Tannehill played, we still had a shot at the end. It was our game to lose, which and is the, even more demoralizing. But that's not the point. The point is, it, it wasn't like we got blown out of the water. We stayed competitive. No. Yes, but the reason the game was lost, in my opinion, was the three turnovers by Tannehill. Right now, if Henry, if Henry's prime Henry. Then Tannehill don't have to make some of those throws. It don't happen. Yeah, but that first throw was happening regardless. The first throw was horrible. That's what I'm saying. And the last throw was go, terrible. Yeah. And the screen was I mean, the fir- horrible. Yeah. Yes. The play calling could be better. And I was going to oh, say that, yes. and that, that's the other thing too. And it's going to be the play. Yeah. yeah. Because Tim Kelly's yeah. in there yeah. from the. He's a passing game coordinator. So. Again, it's gonna be and that's the other thing I was going to say. Also, is that the the play calling was not but great. Everything, in that game. everything the Titans have done this offseason mm. is saying what we're saying. Mm. We don't think Tannehill is good enough to win a Super Bowl here. We have to be perfect around him. Yeah, that's why they went out and got Robert Woods. That's why they went out and got Tim Kelly. That's why they're probably going to draft several offensive pieces in the draft. Yep. Possibly a quarterback. All right. Well, it's March. <laughs> all right. I feel like this is September talk. So. <laughs> Let me back gets up me here. Fired up. I, oh no, it's, that's that's why we're doing this. But okay, switch gears. We're going complete other topic. Calipari. It, this conversation happens every time we lose in March Madness. Every time we lose in the tournament, this conversation starts. Every time starts. we lose a game. This well, this is true. No matter. Listen, there's been there's, no, no no no. Tomorrow. There's the, there's been people that have been saying this since 2008. Okay, there's been people that's having this conversation in 2008. Dude, I'm. I'm gonna be a Calipari fanboy until he retires. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I don't. I, I'm unapologetic about it. I don't care. I mean, you look at you look at. Um, for Pete's sake, we've won more games in the tournament. Granted, we've only won the one that matters most, or once in twelve. But but you still we have found more success in the tournament in terms of winning straight up games than any other team. Yep. Uh, I think the next one in line is what? It's not Gonzaga, is it? Or is it? It's not Gonzaga. It's not. K- it's a bigger team though. Probably but Duke. yeah, they might be Duke. I think Duke is second. But the point is, speaking of that, go ahead. Um, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm just gonna check but, that score. But in all seriousness, I mean that's where that's where we're at on that. I mean he has taken some teams, and it's just it comes down to the ability that they don't. And my my dad's on that on that train too, and his points are always the same. And I'm not trying to 
take away from his argument. I mean, he's got a, a valid point. He brings up valid points. I mean, those game time situations, you know, he's no coach Shashesky, and and I and I get that. I understand that. Here's the thing, though. Look at where we were at. Look at where we are now. We are we're we're always competitive. Yeah, we'll have the off year here and there, but it's not like the program goes under for four years. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's always going to get the talent. And the problem is, yes, it's always young guys, but that's just that's just the double edged sword that we have. That's I mean, what makes him such a good coach, in my opinion. He takes guys in one year and gets them together. And you see all every year there's the St. Peter's. Those guys have probably been together for four years. Yeah. He does it in one and gets them competitive. Yeah. It, it's so it's so hard. You know, he's a, just a recruiter. He is a great recruiter. And he it, it, to act like he doesn't know X's and O's is just ridiculous. That's ridiculous. At the end of the day, you know, the, listen, you the coach cannot go make the shots. The coach cannot go make layups and free throws. You know, the coach it's his job to get them prepared and to have them the ability. But at the end of the day, if they don't make the shots and the shots aren't falling. He can't help that Kellen Grady couldn't catch a cold the last five games and that he was hot the majority of the year. He, you can't help those things. That's just basketball. That's how it's going to go. If you don't make shots, it don't matter who it don't matter who the coach is. It don't matter if it's Coach K or whoever it is. If your guys aren't making shots, then it doesn't matter. And, and that's what is frustrating for – like, I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm a fan of Cal. I've, I've backed him up the whole time. But – and I hate seeing people down him. Like, he's, a, he's, all, he's just a recruiter. He's not going to win – you know – that's just ridiculous. He gets these guys ready every year. I mean, yeah, like you said, you're going to have your fluke years. But overall, I mean, you know, we're lucky to have it. I, I, I'm, I, that's why they gave him a lifetime contract. Do we, do we need to beat those teams? Yes. There, it's unacceptable that he lost to them. But at the end of the day, it happens. It, that's it happens. the tournament. That's, yeah. Duke I mean, did Duke it Mercer. Lehigh. Or was it Lehigh or was it Mercer? Uh, I think maybe they, but I know Lehigh because uh, CJ yeah. McCollum. Wasn't it CJ McCollum back in 2012? They beat Duke. I believe so. In the first round, two fifteen. Yeah, 215? yeah now, Mercer did something too. Was it not two fifteen? I might be thinking completely different. But I mean, yeah, I remember, and I remember that two fifteen game. And the thing about it is, these these types of upsets are going to happen more and more. I mean, that's just the nature of where we are in terms of athleticism and some of these guys, especially whenever you're talking about. I mean, look, when you look at the tournament, specifically the opening round tournament, schedules are off. I mean, these guys are not playing in the same patterns they are. Everything's happening like crazy. They don't even know where they're going four days before the game. They don't even know where they're going to be at, where they're playing at, who they're playing against. And it, and that's the same for all the teams in the tournament. Two, like you were saying, some of these guys played together for four years. They're going up against, you know, freshman kids with, you know, I think back to when I was 18, 19 years old. I mean, uh, there's a big difference between 18 and 22. But the what you have to keep in mind is, Whenever they're playing schedules out of the way, they're going up against these mid-major teams. These mid-major teams are guard-oriented. Okay, you're you're playing against a totally different. I mean, you're you know you're used to having your big guys just you know beating up on teams, being very physical, very physical in the paint. You know, looking at these jump shots, you're going up against guards that are shifty. They've got you know great handles that got them there. You're playing against a whole different thing. If they get on a hot streak or something like that, I mean. That's what makes basketball so different than any other sport. Can, that's Kentucky's under Cal, their first loss in the first round. Yeah. 215. Yeah. It, uh, like you said, unacceptable. 2012, Duke was a two. Lehigh was a 15. Mm-hmm. Duke lost in the first mm-hmm. round. 2014, Duke was a three. Mercer was a 14. Yep. Lost to him in the first round. And now where, was the, where was the fire Coach K crowd? No, it's not there. It's not there. 
That's twice. Well, twice in, in a okay, three-year span. Coach, Coach K had the best job secure on the planet, so that's not the point I'm trying to make, but I'm with you. I'm with you in the fact that nobody called for his job then. And besides Sheboy, who showed up? Who well, gave you anything? Besides Sheboy, who showed up? That you know, and he, they went through She Boy, but you can't literally give it to your big man every, every single, time. single time. You had to be able to make shots around him. And yeah. That, besides She Boy, no one showed up. The the, that, that, the, that, the entire SEC tournament, whatever you know, the last really five six games of the year, no one showed up besides She Boy. The thing that the thing that has ruined, I won't say ruined Kentucky basketball, but has ruined in my and like I say, I'm a lifelong Kentucky fan, so please don't judge me on this, okay? Because I, I'm not trying to diss. Big Blue Nation. I'm not. But the Patino years, in my opinion, is what has really screwed up the mentality behind Big Blue Nation because, you know, you look at these teams that, that he had, which, you know, I mean, he didn't win the championship every year, no. But he put out some of the, the best teams. He was, in my opinion, the best X's and O coach we've ever had, even better than Tubby Smith, uh, better than Joby Hall, better than Rupp, better than all of them, in my opinion. And that whole 90s streak where you were going up, you know, where it was just, you know, Kentucky versus Duke and, you know, the you know, all that. And then you get into the Tubby years and, you know, you had that what, ninety six, ninety eight. Which uh, was with Patino's team. Which was with Patino's team, exactly. And then I remember the same thing with, with Tubby. Tubby was an amazing coach. He was a fantastic coach. People called for his job every year. You know, and I think the I think the thing with us is our age group, mm, right? Yeah. Like Patino, like I don't remember Patino coaching at Kentucky because I was right you know five six I was years. well five six at the end of at it. at the end okay yeah. then you had tubby right I don't remember tubby winning the championship game because I was super young right one of my biggest memories from tubby is losing in the second round to UAB exactly and that was okay? the big that was the big loss and so then you transition to Billy Gillespie which was horrible well, that's but what then, you're looking at. Then we strike gold with Coach Cal. So mm-hmm. people our age, mm-hmm. you know, we've been living with, we've been having Coach Cal for what 13 years now, mm-hmm. and it's the it's some of the best it's the best success the best that success. we can remember being fans of Kentucky. Right. So, I mean, that's why yeah. I'm with you on that. And that's the thing is that again, but that's why they're their, Patino. Yep. 40s, 50s, or I'm saying like people in their 40s, people in their 50s, that, yeah, and even their 60s. It's that I'm telling you, and it's not because of the fact that it's like, because I mean the. The thing you have to understand is basketball's changed. Basketball has totally changed in, in in terms of the way that it's played. I mean, you can look at the game and they well, well, it's not necessarily the case. No, it's absolutely the case. More you got more shooters now than you've ever had before. Uh especially with the way that because whenever Cal came in, he was like, you know, I'm doing the one and done system. It's going to be successful. And at the end of the day, it's like we've had tons of successful seasons. All right. We had yes, we've only won one championship in twelve with Anthony Davis and them, and they weren't losing that ball game. But do you realize what he's had to work around, depending on what it was? I mean, with '08, you had all those guys, and everybody's like definitely going to or either '08 or '09. How all those guys are going to win? And then we had the two, you know, super teams where we only lost a game that season, you know, and people called for his job then too. And it's like, what are you talking about? We were what, yeah. what was it, twenty eight and one or not twenty eight? Thirty eight. Thirty eight and one. And uh, yeah, I know. And then. Of course, we can't let along, you know, where we lost to UConn at the on the on the time we weren't even given a shot. To that be was there. a fun year, right? Yeah. There. Which I Julius Randle and the Twins freshman year. Which I will admit, um, when it comes to that, that I think it was a lot of them, a lot of the boys just playing basketball. But it still was the they bought into the mentality of Coach Cal there too. I yeah. Don't well, know. and that you know that that team lost they they lost nine or ten games that year. You know they didn't figure it out there to the end. Mm-hmm. 
like like most of the time it is, yes. unless you have the, that. Well, those are the teams that win. Those are the teams that win. And that was a very freshman-oriented team right there. And then you see what happened when they came back the next year. The they fact, went 38-0 and should have won the championship. What people – the elephant in the room that – I catch a lot of flack for this because I say it all the time, but people hate me for saying it. The best team in college basketball – doesn't win usually. I'm I'm serious. They don't. They do not win usually. X's and O's. It doesn't happen because yeah. because the tournament is not set Saint up. St. Peter's. If St. Peter's wins, they're not the best. Absolutely not. The best not. Absolutely not. And what I'm saying and again, but it's like Wichita State, as good as Wichita State is, had no right getting as far as the tournament as they did. Loyola was not a Final Four team. They were not. And it's not that I don't love to see them there. It's not that at all. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the tournament is not set up. For the best person to win, a bracket style tournament is not the way for that to be. Yeah, um, it's for entertainment, and it, and it's and it's to show good basketball. Okay, but that's and when I say rarely ever wins, I'm not. I don't mean like I would say probably fifty percent, forty percent. That guy comes out on top, but that's still not the fact of the matter. I mean, again, you have to stop basing it on the success of winning. Yeah, it's awesome to win national championships. That's great. That's the goal. But to say that. You know anything less you call for his job? Forget about it. Yeah, absolutely forget about You're it. You're in the mix every year. Exactly. You're, in the, You're in the mix every year. Every year. The the biggest mistake that I think Cal made this year was uh, saying that Sharp would not play. Yeah. And I I think that you Tata, you know, and, and Wheeler both were good, but when, when you have a guy like Sharp, who's they're saying literally he don't have to play Kentucky and he could be a top three pick. You have a guy, you know, pretty much all these teams that when you get down to it in the Elite Eight, the Final Four, they all have a guy that's going to go get him a bucket. And Sharp was that guy that it could be that guy. And if you give him that, that that's where I think that really hurt us. And then you also had – it would have been perfect for him because Sharp, or because uh, Wheeler and Washington both had injuries down the stretch, and he could have just stepped into that role and gave you somebody, and then you had someone besides Shibway that you were relying on. Because it, as dominant as big man can be – it's tough to just win with just a big man. And that towards the end, it was just literally Shibway and, and Keon. He he loves Keon. And I do think Coach Cal and him and Dante Allen, I don't know what happened there, but I think that's ridiculous. Don't have just Grady as your shooter. And if it's not him, you can't put Dante Allen in. You know what I'm saying? For more than two, three minutes. That that's To be that program of Kentucky and not have somebody that can come in for Grady as another shooter, That those are the two big things that I see is that – one, they shouldn't have said no sharp this year. They should have let him if he was ready and he could play and he looked like they said he did, they should have let him play and they should I think he should have gave Allen I, I am on that crowd of I think that he I don't know if he just Allen did something not practicing hard, whatever it was, but he never gave Allen the shot the a shot, you know, yeah. And I know the defense, but Keon couldn't play like a defense either. Oh. You know, so Keon, it's, uh. you know, I and I know Keon one of his guys and you know, he, he did progress every year and Keon yeah. helped win us some games, but yeah, yeah, he did. I, I think yeah. those were the two things that I took away. The sharp thing, definitely. absolutely on that, because he said, you know, we're not gonna play him, he's gonna come back next year. We're not going he said that several times throughout the season and now it's look you know, it's looking like he hadn't announced it, but they're saying that Sharp's probably going to put his name in the draft just to see what his options are. Well, earlier in the year, that wasn't even an option. He's coming back to Kentucky. He's coming back to Kentucky. Now he now he's probably going to put his name in the draft, and he may go to the draft. Like like you you kind of led led the fans along this whole time, and then now, boom, here we are. Yeah, he's probably going to put his name in the draft. See what happens. I, uh, I didn't care for that. I I agree. Yeah. Um, talking about Murray real quick, and then we'll kind of shut things down because 
we're at 107 right now. I mean, I'm fine with it. I mean, I love, you know, talking like this, but I feel like this is the best. I'll probably put this segment farther up front than what it is because I feel like this is more entertainment than the, that they want to hear than rather just Titan talk. But <laughs> anyway, um, the Murray State losing to St. Peter's too. Um, man. Never led. And here's the problem. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't even want to think about it. But, but – Every, you know what scared the heck out of me was everybody saying, oh, this is it. Murray State, Kentucky finally getting that <laughs> shot. That scared the heck out of me from the beginning. Not from that. I really thought San Francisco was going to be who right. put an end to all that. Never in a million years I think it would be St. Peter's. But, um, but man, I, I just hate St. Peter's was rolling and yeah. Murray State just happened to be in the way. I mean, that's just part of it, man. That's March basketball. They're playing their best basketball and – when you're at that level, dude. When you're at that level, they you get calls your way. They are a St. Pete. Yeah, they're very scrappy. They're scrappy, man. The Murray State game, uh, that number eleven. I can't mm. remember his name. Yeah, that dude was a thorn in their side All the whole night. night. Oh my gosh, he was making me so mad. And then of course the uh, and it was getting into their heads. Edert or yep. whatever the yep. mustache dude. Yep. He's always hitting clutch shots. Yeah. Uh, like a 90% free throw shooter, hit the two free throws at the end of the game last night to pretty much uh, yeah. seal that deal. So they've got it going together. right, And they have a lot of confidence. Their mm. coach is a very confident man. So with him, the last time the New Jersey team made it was, was uh, what was it? Yeah, it was, uh, not Creighton. Seton Hall. Seton Hall. To the uh, Elite Eight? Yeah, to the Elite Eight. Or or, or the last time there was the run tournament. Or it might be the last time that uh, – yeah, I think it was the last time they made it Sweet 16. Okay. Sweet 16. I think it was uh, – man, I, I'm screwing this fact up. But he played on that Seton Hall yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, he was on it, yeah. He was on that Seton Hall team. And uh, that's the last time a New Jersey team had made it to the Sweet, Sweet 16. So Now they're in the Elite Eight. There you go. I'm telling you, man, it's, it's – I love March Madness for that, and that's why they call it that. Yeah. But again, because you don't ever know what's how many times the number one overall seed team win. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, Gonzaga this year. I don't even know. Was Baylor number one overall last year? Maybe. I don't or know. Or was Gonzaga? Yeah. Baylor was. Was it Baylor? Mm-hmm. So I mean, again, that's just. Yeah. It, it makes the tournament fun. Oh, and I, I, I'm all, and we've talked about this. I, uh, the COVID year, that year crushes, I'm sure, most Kentucky fans because we didn't get to see that team in the tournament. Uh, Quickly, Maxie, Hagens, I think Richards was on that too, wasn't he? Like that team was rolling at the end of the year and didn't get to uh, see what they could have done. But I think they would have made a deep run into the tournament that year. Yeah, I know. I do too. I, I, they were coming on there. At the yeah, end. they were I, they, quickly yeah. was balling. That, yeah, quickly and and Maxie and them. I like that. And the Darren Fox team was one of my favorite teams. Oh, that, you yes. know, They took a tough loss. They had a Monk, tough road. Bam, Hero. Yeah. They lost to uh, who was that? Case was it K State? Uh, well, Darren Fox and Bam and Monk. That was and, and PJ Washington. That was they right. lost to UNC. UNC the, uh, that shot. dude that uh, I'll never forget his name Luke May. Yeah, he's probably still there. Hit like, that shot. <laughs> I'm thinking of uh, uh, PJ. It was PJ Washington, and he was missing a bunch of free throws against K State. Yeah, I can't remember who I was on that team. But so look, so listen to this. Um, so there's only been three times that the number one overall seed has won the NCAA tournament since the selection committee began ranking number ones in 2004. It has been Florida in 07, Kentucky in 12, 
uh, Louisville in 2013, and the other team here cuts off. But Well, technically, Louisville did not win that year. This is true. There wasn't one that year. But there you go. There you go, Reed. Shout so, Reed. Reed. <laughs> there technically, there wasn't hey, one that year. I, Take but, that hey, banner down. I, 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 uh, I, I love Kenny Payne, though. Yeah. Going, it going to Louisville. I know. Was... I know. I love, I love Kenny Payne. And they offered Sky Clark a scholarship today, I saw, who decommitted from Kentucky. So. so there you go right there. That's the stat you need. Four? You said four? It says four. The three names was the only ones that I didn't feel like clicking so, on. There you go. Yeah, I mean, there you go. I mean, Quick Google search proved me right, so I'm good. <laughs> um, no, but in all seriousness. Okay, though, so out of the teams, uh, we still have Duke. Um, hold up, let me check that. Villanova won. Dude, I don't even want to make a prediction, dude. Villanova, we got two. Villanova Duke's won. Arkansas. Duke's, okay, Duke's winning, so we'll see I how think Duke's going to win. I think Duke's going to win. Who, all right, so you think Duke, uh, who you think, Dad? I got. I said whoever won the Villanova Houston. I'm, I'm going Nova. But my, I want it to be Miami. I want the Hurricanes to win it all. I do you want St. Peter's to win. That's who I want. No, that'd, 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 I want be cool. that'd be all right. I don't want Duke to win. Not Duke or UNC. Absolutely. That's the two. Neither yeah, one I just of don't those. want either yeah. of them. No. It's like, well, I was Coach I, K. Or Kansas. I don't yeah, care. I don't want Coach K to I go out like that. I respect Coach K, but that just shows you how much I hate Duke. Is that it's yeah. like, I, I don't want that for you. I'm sorry. I don't want you can't have that. I, I respect you as a person, you're an awesome guy. Can't happen. I don't. Yeah, it can't be. No, it can't go down like that. Sorry about it. None of the blue, but UNC, Duke, Kansas can't be any of those. Mm-hmm. Kansas has the longest streak of of, of tournaments appearances. They've yeah, been in and they're point. also now the all time winningest program in college basketball history. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it'll be all right. We'll, it'll be okay. It'll flip flop as long as they lose the next game. I'm cool with it. Yeah, there you go. Oh man, I to the Hurricanes. I would really like to keep talking. I don't know, <laughs> but. It's been a good one. It has. It's been fun. Yeah. It's, we're already an hour and 15 minutes into it, something like that. We didn't that. get to talk MLB or NBA. Eh, it will be all right. <laughs> we'll talk about it next time. There you go. Um, in all honesty, we could just shoot another episode and I'd cut it up and now we're good. Um, is there anything else we're missing that needs to be said? With I, This is a terrible time to call it. I think it needs to be done a little bit earlier um, because I know now – it's always the same thing. It's always the same thing. Everybody goes, well, I'll listen to some of it, which means they never get to this part. But this is the part we have the most fun. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. All right, I'm just trying to stall like you so said, I can pull out the outro music anyway. Reed, he'll be at this point. Yeah, we, yeah. Got, we got a few loyal listeners. You really think so? You really think Reed listens the whole way through? Well, we need to find out. We need to do something to where we know he did. Episode checker, by the way. Um, Coach... Gage Courtney has his episode. Um, I don't know about the part two, but the part one that he did overtook um, Coach Tom's podcast Ooh. as number one. That's tough. So, had to call, had that's to call Tom. Tough. Yeah, I, did have, I did have to make that is the number one all-time listen to oh, uh, Behind the Call podcast. Ouch. So. Uh, by a little bit, actually. If you're not first, you're last, Coach This is Thompson. true. It always it happens like that. Is I'll put an episode on, and then it, it kind of trickles down. Like mm. the, the top one will get a lot, and then because they'll go and they'll listen to ones other than that. And uh, Criders. That's tough. Criders knocking on the door. Really? Luke Criders' episode's knocking on the door. Is he going to surpass Tom? Tom? I mean, he's getting close. Ooh, I man. can't talk back on. I'll oh, see yeah, well, yeah, after this yeah. episode, which I don't think this one will get a lot of listens because the ones that have guests on it, it is significantly higher. So, yeah. you know, um, but we'll see exactly what happens. Yeah, but, I but I want to have Aaron Clayton on. I talked to him 
like October of 2020, and I was like, "Hey, you want to come on?" And then that was the end of that. I, I haven't <laughs> talked to him since, not because I, I don't I want him on the show desperately. It's just life gets in the way. Um, I'd like to have Qualls on, yeah. athletic director, talk to him. I want to have Chris Evans on too. Yeah, Chris would be a good one. He'd so good one. maybe we could shoot for next time trying to get I him work on. That out. Yeah, yeah. So because he'd have a ton of cool oh, stories. Just whatever you wanted to know about, he he knows it all. I know. I mean, I. I sat and talked to him about sports stories, and I mean, you lose track of time. But anyway, all right, I'll get the outro music going here. That way we can call it tonight. How's that sound? Uh, where's it at? Uh, there it is right there. So anyway, appreciate everybody listening in. And um, rate, review, subscribe. I can't do it, Devin. Yeah, rate, review, subscribe. Leave five stars. Or rate five stars. Yeah. You know, leave a comment. We'll read it. Y'all start filling these comments. Yeah, I'll give us that'll give us yeah, a new segment. A you know? comment would be great. <laughs> well, Troy, one, Troy, yeah, just, just, one. just one comment. No, uh, appreciate you guys. Read listening. comment. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs>